0: and welcome back to the One Globe 360 podcast. Today is episode four of series three of the One Globe 360x Creator Now collaboration podcast and I'm so excited to be joined by Nick Patel all the way from Toronto, Canada. Nick makes short vlogs on YouTube recapping all the random, funny and crazy things himself and his friends do. His videos are meant to feel like a week of hanging out with your friends and we're going to be talking all about our aspirations as creators, our experience in Creator Now and the opportunities that have come from it, what travel means to us, as well as the importance of mental health. So Nick, thank you so much for coming on today's podcast episode. How are you doing?
1: Um, first of all, I just want to say thank you so much for having me and I'm doing awesome. I'm super excited. I always want to do a podcast. So I'm super excited to finally get the opportunity to come on to want and just talk about um, something I'm so passionate about, which is just creating and so yeah,
0: thanks again. Yeah, of course. No, it's honestly the pleasure is all mine. It's great to, you know, to connect with you and, and discuss some really important topics, you know, create content creation, the, you know, creator economy, YouTube, creator now, travel, mental health, you know, I'm sure we'll discuss a lot more things than that. But I first wanted 100%. to Yeah, I mean we'll like we mentioned before yeah. we started recording, we're both so passionate about all of these topics. So it's gonna be such an amazing conversation. I I just first wanted to to sort of hear like what is your story what has brought you to this dream of being involved in the world of YouTube and the creator economy
1: well okay this is gonna sound so cliche and I I feel like I've heard a couple of YouTubers say this before but uh when I was really young um my dad was really big into like filming and he actually was one who inspired me he he was he was really big into filming like he would film me with his camcorder all the time and uh, he would be really into, like, he used to take this creative writing course outside of work, and um, he used to make up stories and tell them, and I got really fascinated with the whole idea of storytelling, Yeah. and uh, when I was younger, I would, uh, and as I got older, I would take his, I would take the camcorder, and um, I remember uh, taking my action figures, and um, I used to be really into dinosaurs and animals as well, so I had those little action figures, and I used to, like, make stories about them, and um, create sequels to movies like I did one for Jurassic Park just using my toy figures and I was like seven or eight and then I remember when we were, when I was in middle school um we had this day where it, we had this day called a director's cut I don't know if it's just a Canadian thing but um basically a, a camera crew would come in and they would give you camcorders and uh, Macs to edit videos on you would make a movie trailer or some, sh- some sort of short film and that was my first experience with actually editing a video because before I would just film clips but um after that, like after that experience in grade seven and eight, um, I just really fell in love with it. And I kind of just did it on the side. And throughout high school, I remember me and my friends um, would make, uh, would film the videos during class when we would probably should have been doing work. We'd make these funny um, advertisements and I would edit them together. And yeah, it was just, it was just mostly taking parts of my life and just filming things and just doing for fun. And it's not when I, until I uh, uh, reached out to university, I was thinking, and I, I was in my first semester and I was applying for internships and stuff. And I was thinking about really, really thinking about um, this whole idea of what would you really love to do and I was at, I was talking to my friend and he said uh, he suggested maybe Nick you should really go for this and ever since then I never looked back so I had I had before actually prior to mention prior before that I was making YouTube videos I just wasn't making them public because mm-hmm. I was always very nervous about sharing them but I just I, after um I graduated from high school I decided to take the lead.
0: yeah amazing that I always ask people's story because I feel like it's so important to sort of set the foundations for what we'll discuss in terms of I guess creator now and I guess the, the YouTube channel you've got and all those sorts yeah. of things. So setting the foundation, it's so interesting for me to hear people's backgrounds and their stories. So I guess that brings on to, you know, why creator now we've connected through the program. That's why we're doing this podcast today. My collaboration podcast with creator now. Yeah. Why creator now and what were you hoping to get out of the program? Um,
1: so being in school and um, being in college specifically, you Obviously, if you're in a specific major, you're doing a specific program, you're obviously surrounded by a lot of people who are like-minded in terms of that one program. So, for example, I'm in a mathematics program and a business program, so I'm surrounded by a lot of kids who are into software engineering and actuarial science and um, all these tech uh, business type jobs. And it's, it's really cool because I, I find myself, I'm a person who gets very inspired. I, be, I find myself very inspired by other people who are super passionate about things. So I find my being in this, for example, being for in this uh, school environment, it really, uh, it really got me into these. uh, It really, it really motivated me, for example, to learn to code and stuff like that. But um, ultimately, like I said, my true passion lies with content creation, and I felt that Creator Now would provide an environment with a lot more like-minded individuals that um, that and and also an environment where I uh, with sorry like like I said like-minded individuals who really enjoy doing the things I do. So again, that was just the main draw to it. I really wanted to be surrounded by people who were thinking the same way, who wanted the same type of goals and who were just motivated the same type of way I was. Um, because I know what that, cause I could, I could feel that effect when I went to school or when I went, when I'm at school doing things I'm not necessarily the most passionate about and how I still was inspired by them. And I thought creator now would provide me the opportunity to like really delve into that, um, uh, passion and really feel in, in another level to that inspiration that I was looking for. Um, on top of that, um, Uh, I felt like obviously obviously it was a great networking opportunity. Um, Like I mentioned in my introduction, I I like to make, I want to make short form vlogs and I'll kind of get this into this more later with my goals, but I felt like uh, Creator Now would be a great opportunity, I guess, like like a network and eventually meet people and create a group of creators ultimately. I do want to eventually create, uh, not necessarily a house or anything, but Mm -hmm. just a collective of creators that I can keep making these types of videos with and um, keep growing my channel and their channels and vice versa. So Obviously, like, once I leave college, it's going to be a lot harder to fill with my friends because they're going to be off doing their full-time job. So I feel like Creator now will again to give you the opportunity to create that collective and keep making these videos.
0: Yeah, it's amazing to hear, you know, it's clear you're having an amazing time in the program, you know, first and foremost, but also it's so cool to, to hear that, like myself, you see the community side of it is one of, if not the most important, you know, parts of it, connecting, ne- networking, saying. you know, that community side of it. For me, connecting with people all around the world, I mean, it's a global worldwide program there are people in all across Europe across the US you know Canada and there's someone Alex who's in Mexico City I'm also having on the podcast this evening someone in Australia it's such a multicultural you know
1: yeah, I have to ask, did you learn Spanish for that, inter- or you learn Spanish for that interview?
0: Um, well, I actually do study Spanish. Um, oh, you do? Yeah, I do. Great. So actually, it's kind of good. Um, and I've just spent three months in Barcelona as well. So um, I'm prepared oh, that's awesome. Prepared to speak to someone from from Mexico City. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I've
1: I, I traveled to Mexico City. I've stayed in uh, Mexico and Barcelona. And I've mm-hmm. done the Spanish. Um, I've done the Spanish. I've, I've visited a couple of Spanish countries. And to be honest the only Spanish I've been able to uh to to learn is i think i' i think I know three words at this point but
0: um. yeah it's it's a it's a tough language to learn, but i think for me going to Barcelona, it was the perfect place to like learn as much as possible and sort of take myself outside of my comfort zone and try and speak as much of the language i mean I've been studying it at, at school for years and years and years, and I study it at a university as well so um yeah, I've been studying it for years I love languages
1: that's interesting actually in Canada here we have to learn French
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: so great but well and I and because of the school program I was in great tw- in high school I had to take it to grade 12 and uh I I, I to be honest I'm not against French I'm just terrible at like learning I can barely speak English so like <laughs> and English is the only language I know so I commend anyone who's uh who's able to learn any type of multiple languages
0: yeah no it's but it's awesome and I and I think it's so awesome that there are so many people from different countries in Creator Now. You know, we all have different backgrounds, yeah. different languages, uh, different ways of life, different YouTube channels and being able to be a part of that and checking out people's videos or getting advice from different people for me has been one of the best parts of it. I'd probably say the best part is the community side. Do you think for 100%. you that's been the best part of the program?
1: Yeah, um I think the cool part that I didn't really think about was when I was creating videos before Creator Now, I would kind of look at people who would only um, create things in my niche. So for example, I would look at the Logan Pauls and the David Dobrik's and the Alex Warren's and, um, those guys. And I, I would obviously watch Eric and stuff, but I wouldn't really think that their stuff applies to me very much because it's just a different type of video. Right. But just being a creator now and talking to people like who make different styles of video, for example, um, Dara, I don't know if you've met Dara. Uh, um, who, I
0: don't think I have. No.
1: He's, he's an incredible creator out of, uh, out of Ireland and he, he helped me a lot with some of my videos and segment in segmenting some sequences. But um, even though he makes very completely different videos than I do, he's giving me some amazing advice. So I think it just goes to show you that you don't necessarily um, have to make certain same type of video to get advice from people. Just creators can help creators, which I think is super cool.
0: Yeah. You're so right. Cre- creators are literally helping other creators in the program. Yeah. And that's why it works so well because we're all, yeah. we're all in it with the same goal and aspiration to learn more, yeah. achieve more, grow on YouTube. Yeah.
1: And you don't necessarily have to be in the same niche to like give someone advice, mm-hmm. which is what I, which I've learned. Like, you know, cause they, they have if, a creator, I guess, I do know. That's, the thing, that's another thing. Like you can get, I, I, at least for me, I've, whenever I, before I post a video, I like to show it to a couple of friends, gauge their reaction. I, I I watch them see what they, how they react. And you can only get so much from like watching your friends or an audience, like a viewer um, watch your video because again, they don't think the way a creator does. So it's interesting yeah. to see a bunch of different creators because a viewer will tell you something like, "Oh, this segment—I I don't know. It just wasn't, I just wasn't—I wasn't feeling it. Like, really. it wasn't that entertaining. It felt a little long." But a creator could tell you, "You can go in, cut this, pause here, cut the music here, and then you can build up suspension here. You can emphasize this joke by doing." Like, they can give you a more in-depth um, reason or uh, breakdown of how to improve your video, rather than a viewer who I find it just doesn't really understand the nuances of social media and content creation, which I think is very valuable.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's so valuable. I think. I've had so much value from creating now already. I've been in all three seasons and um, I plan to continue being a part of the, the program and the community because each season, yes, you have people that have come from the previous season, but you get all these new people coming along with oh, new YouTube channels, new backgrounds, yeah. new from new countries and
1: just meeting new people.
0: It's the perfect way, right? You know, and yeah. I think for me, I've just, you know, met people. I know it is all online, of course, but, you still feel like you know you're really learning from each other and helping one another grow and everyone so, comments yeah. on everyone's videos and you just feel that really big sense of community and everyone's yeah. there to help one another and I think that's so special and I've not come across anything like that before on social media or YouTube I think this program really has something incredibly special
1: exactly this is like this is a one on a kind program really like you I've never like you said I've never seen anything like this like um yeah, I think it's an amazing opportunity that, uh, especially if you're a creator, you should take advantage of, because um, I, I feel like if I had this resource when I started out a couple of years ago, I would have been so much further along than I am now, just because you can, it's like a shortcut, it cuts through all the um, unnecessary, or all the, it skips a lot of the mistakes that a lot of creators have to make before they realize a lot of things.
0: Yeah, no, a hundred percent, and I want to get onto your personal channel now and talk about your aspirations for your channel. Where do you see your channel going? Say you had a a one-year plan and a five-year plan. Where ideally would you like to be in those time frames?
1: Uh, One year, I definitely want to be at uh, one billion subscribers. Not (laughs) a joke. No, um, no. I think uh, one year, one year. I always like to think that. Well, in one year. one year a lot can change, so I don't necessarily like to cap myself mm-hmm. at like specific numbers necessarily. Um, ideally, for me, I have two years left of uh, college, so for me, I guess the short term goal, or yeah, the short, the more immediate goal would be: I want to be in a place where I have enough subscribers and financial stability with content creation that I can prove to my parents and myself that I can do this full time. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, then I am definitely just gonna try to figure. Try to. I have a couple friends. Who also make social media videos and content create content. Maybe work with them and do a job on the side, and then eventually when I have enough, I can move off. But um, in terms of long term, I definitely want to move to uh, LA. Uh, just do the you know do the social media move to LA, create content. Um, I also eventually want to transition to more entrepreneurial ventures. I mm-hmm. yeah. actually have this idea for a social media um, based charity or content creation based charity where we would get social media. Okay, I don't know how much I could expose about this because it's just an idea, but basically the premise is um, I want, I I always think in the world there's so many issues and um, social media influencers have so much power and influence and reach that we should leverage that to talk about issues that uh, actually matter. Um, Again, I I always like to bring up this point when Logan Paul had his whole suicide scan, suicide force scandal, uh, he created a a video uh, talking about suicide and discussing... Uh, and discussing it and what you can do to help. And although a lot of people said it was performative, you can't ignore the fact that it was the highest-rated watch suicide PSA ever. And I feel like that that just shows you the power of social media creators. So I would eventually love to create a charity where I connect um, people who are very passionate about certain topics. Because it's not one person who's going to solve every single issue in the world. I feel like it's going to be um, it, it, only one per- like it's going to be a group of people tackling different issues. So for example, if I get someone who's very passionate about environmental issues, and then pair them with a content creator or a, yeah, like a social media creator who can essentially narrate the documentary and be the figurehead of the documentary and pair them together and then get talented filmmakers in the back and we can like roll out like mini documentary series and then raise awareness based on that by leveraging the person or the content creator who's collabing with the activist in that video or for that week or whatever and again just get people out there but that's that's more of my entrepreneur and then I also have some other entrepreneurial ideas I definitely want to start a clothing brand and a couple other businesses on the side that I'm going to keep under wraps for now because um, I don't want to expose too much but uh yeah i think definitely as i get older i want to venture into that also i have um some other pretty crazy crazy goals um outside of social media i def i'm a big marvel marvel comic books fan like i've read all the comics like i read a lot of them i read a lot of the comics i love the movies i definitely want to get into acting it's something i um did a lot in middle school and uh, i I did a lot in high school as well so i definitely want to continue that and um uh, the goal the dream is to I always feel like social media as creators, their, their sole responsibility is to break barriers. Mm-hmm. And I want to be one of the first social media creators to star in a Marvel movie. Um, so I think that's, it sounds crazy now, but in like 10 years, I, I, I like to manifest. I, I truly believe it's going to happen. Um, but yeah, and I guess to go back to your original question, the social media, um, I definitely want to uh, reach, be, Quite frankly, I just want to be one of the biggest creators on the platform. I want to keep making the videos I want. Maybe I'll transition and experiment more things as I grow my team and my following. Um, but essentially, I just want to. But the point of my videos and the reason why I make videos is because it gives me an excuse to experience life. And I just want to keep um, doing things that are going to push the boundaries and um, allow me to fulfill um, the experience as many things as I can in this world. So sorry, those are really jumbled answer No, but... it's
0: super inspiring to hear you have so many incredible goals. And I think yeah, it's I just, yeah, so, I have so important. Many ideas
1: and, yeah, I have so many ideas and thoughts, and sometimes I, I struggle with this. Like, every night I always try to, like, write down and organize my thoughts because I, I, my mind is very jumbled. I have so many things going on all the time. So I have I struggle with uh, putting it, like, organizing also. I always have to write it down every night. But, yeah, essentially to recap, I definitely want to see – I definitely want to grow uh, – make this style of content for as long as I possibly can and then slowly transition to more entrepreneurial and um, other types of projects. But definitely, I'm, I'm never going to really fully stray away from YouTube because I feel like if uh, YouTube's going gonna, gonna to build me – So I can I can, you should never stray away from your roots. So I'm definitely going to do some YouTube in some capacity, but um, the type of content will obviously change as I get older. Cause I don't think thir- people want to see 32 year old me making dick jokes with my friends. So.
0: <laughs> I guess that's all just part of being a creator, isn't it? You, as you get older and you grow, your content does change naturally. And that happens with so many 100%. YouTubers, you know, I, I I could name so many YouTubers I've watched since I was 15, 16. So, you know, six, six odd years ago from up to now who, are completely different to like their content they create now is so different to when I first started watching them when I really got into YouTube, at the age of 15, 16. So yeah. that's natural. That's a natural part of the, the journey as a creator, essentially.
1: Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Like right now I'm focusing more on the bitty content just because I'm in school. So it was very hard to like do one idea and then like create a whole story around that one idea and structure. Cause it's just, I, I did that when I was younger and it was so time consuming even back then when I didn't have basically any responsibilities And now that I have all school and I got to cook, and I got to do all these, like, you know, you got to live, I'm living on my own. So like, it's a lot of, a lot more things on my plate. So it's just very hard to do that for me personally. But the bitty style where I can just film like 30 seconds with my friend here, weekend, we can film this. And it's just like a bunch of random things that you can just flow together. And like I said, like you said in the introduction, it emulates like a week of hanging out with your friends, which I'm going for ultimately. Uh, I think that style just works well for me now, but maybe it's not a style I do forever, but um, I definitely want to see how long I can do it for because I do really enjoy enjoy that style.
0: Amazing. It just sounds like you're so passionate about it all, which is really, really exciting. And I wanted to sort of go on to talking about how important it is to create content across many social media platforms, you know, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. That's the first part of the question. But second part is then, do you have any tips for growing on those platforms?
1: um, Well, I guess the thing that works for me the best is and then I I found the most success in recently. Uh, To start off, though, I think first number one is, I I do believe that uh, YouTube is a very, very, very hard platform to grow on. It's not impossible, but it's very hard. So I think the first thing you got to ask yourself is what type of content you want to make. So if you're making, for example, airx style content, where it's like a challenge, you probably have a better chance of blowing up than someone who, for example, makes vlogs. Because the thing with vlogs, I feel like, and I've learned this, it's a hard truth you have to admit to yourself, is that um, the reason why a lot of these vloggers are so big is because they have so much, such a large catalog of content. So like you watch like, yeah, like for example, David Dobrik has like over 700 videos, right? Logan Paul was almost somewhere near that. I think 600, 700 as well. So like you can watch so much of them and then you get invested into them. So when you're starting off, it's very hard to get someone invested in you because I guess eventually you vlog, when you were watching a vlog, you're watching for the person and their story. So it's hard to get them emotionally invested with you. That's where I think the trick, that's where especially, so I think like if you're going for more of the personality-based creator rather than the idea creator, you definitely should start promoting other social media platforms because those platforms like TikTok especially are going to get you an audience a lot faster and then you can leverage that following and transition it into, um, uh, followers, subscribers on YouTube. Um, so sorry, it's in the second question. part of Yeah. Question like was, do you have uh, any advi- adv-
0: advice, like as someone oh, okay. that does YouTube? So, and yeah. So, I think you
1: that's like, yeah. so like I just said, self-awareness, I think is the most important. So understanding what type of creator you are and then based on that, you can transition. So for example, like I said, if you're, a personality creator, I say, definitely go onto these other social media platforms like TikTok and Instagram and start posting there. If you're same, even if you're even if you're a dear creator, definitely do the same thing. But the difference on what you create on those platforms is uh, where it varies. Um, so, for example, when you go to if you're a personality based creator, which essentially what I do, what I want to do, um, you have to create content around yourself and kind of share stuff with you. So, what well, with the, I don't know how much this is gonna. I don't know, I'll just expose it. It's, it's whatever, fine. It's fine. Um, but um, basically, I, I always search to my TikToks like this. I like to do a couple trends, an original piece, and then a vloggy bit, con- uh, bit style content, some vloggy bit style content that kind of resembles what my YouTube channel is like, mm-hmm. and then a, a bit, and then something related to ex- directly to my YouTube channel. So what I mean by that is um, I use the trends on TikTok, which are like on your for you page, and then but I, I adjust them so it's related to me. So for example. So for instance, so that way when you're as a viewer, when you're watching them, right, you feel more you feel um I I feel more relatable and you get to also know me. So then you create that friendship, mm-hmm. that friendship dynamic, right? Yeah. From, as if you were in a creator, which I think is super powerful. So then I feel like that's what trends are really useful for. And then the original pieces of content, I feel like that's a good way to show more of your humor and like your creative side. So if you're if you're good at making those, then definitely you'll come up then they might be more interested in seeing what's on your YouTube channel because it's it, Um, it kind of just builds off that and same, and then the vloggy bit style content, I try to make, uh, I try to make them feel kind of like a vlog bit because again, it's like a little preview to the actual, like what my YouTube channel is like, and then I also, on top of that, I post, sometimes I post clips straight from my vlog on my YouTube channel and I'll put that in my, uh, TikTok also make a promo about my YouTube channel. And I feel like, again, that just draws people to your YouTube channel. So I feel like the trends hook people onto your page, the original pieces of content, get people invested in you. And then the uh, promotions of your YouTube channel, get people to go to your YouTube channel and hopefully hit the subscribe button.
0: Sounds, so that's, that's how
1: I that's yeah. how I usually break it down. And then obviously if you're like an idea creator, um, I've seen uh, It's Dill creator. I don't know if you talked to It's Dil yeah, creator. I have, He's yeah. Really, he, he recently done a really good job of this. He takes um, his video, two videos, and he creates like a mini version on his on his TikToks. So if you're like an idea creator like him, who um, like the thumbnail is like, I, this video, I'm going to accomplish this. Then that's the way to go for that because then it just summarizes YouTube videos and they look really good. People are like, "Damn, I got to check out what the whole video is like if the TikTok is this good." But yeah, that's my little TED talk about how I would approach.
0: Yeah, uh, no, it's super interesting, and I think it's all about balance, isn't it? Like you said, balance between like showing on your showing on your TikTok some sides to your YouTube content, but also keeping up with trends. And I think in terms of YouTube, talking generally what do you think the future of YouTube is going to look like? Because from my perspective, it's an incredibly exciting time to be on YouTube, to be a creator. What do you think the future of YouTube will involve?
1: To be be honest, I think YouTube is limitless in its potential possibilities. I I don't don't think we can really put it in a, like, say that this is going to happen for sure. If you told me five years ago that people partying and drinking and, like, doing all these crazy things... Like, um, like college lifestyle that is like Nelk and stuff would be pop- this popular now I'd be like no way no way but it works so I think there's definitely not like there's um there's definitely no limit to again, like I said there's like a, I said the same thing three times but there's no limit to uh, uh, what YouTube can really be I think ultimately um, if anything YouTube is I feel like is becoming more plausible of a career option uh, to more people and I think um, you'll see. A, I, I feel like, especially, um, not will be. It'll, you'll see a lot more YouTubers doing big things in even traditional media, and YouTube might like. Honestly, in like ten years, YouTube could be traditional media because um, I, I think it provides a perspective and um, more control to the creator that traditional media just doesn't allow, right? Um, and more freedom again that uh, that TV networks haven't been able to replicate just because of the bureaucracy that they have. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think, like I said, just to reiterate, uh, YouTube will be mainstream. To be it simple, YouTube will be mainstream media. Um, I think that's, I think that's the, that's where it's headed right now, to be honest.
0: Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. I think if I think of myself as a consumer of YouTube, I watch YouTube so much more than I watch TV now. Like I barely watch I'm, TV. Yeah. I watch YouTube. Yeah. That YouTube is my form of entertainment, my form of exactly. rela- relaxing, like watching my favorite YouTubers and it's so diverse, yeah. YouTube is, right? You literally think of all the different, you know, creators there are on, on YouTube. I mean, there are, I don't even know, millions, maybe even a billion creators on YouTube. I don't know. I'm putting numbers totally. out here, but yeah. there's so many, you know, and yeah. they all create different content, pretty much. You know, they're yeah. all their individual person with their own account and they have different ideas and they
1: yeah. film
0: things in different and ways. Like, it's, un- you know, I it's be- limitless, really. Yeah,
1: you know what's crazy? I, I don't know if you ever thought about this, um, but... I, I always have to think about this, but sometimes I'll watch YouTube or I'll, I'll watch, like, especially at the beginning of creator now, I'll watch a lot of people's YouTube videos. And that's just like, I'll, maybe I'll watch, I'll watch 50. I'm like, damn, that's 50 different stories. And then it's, it's just insane. And that's like 50 stories that are only being recorded. Yeah. And um, produced. Like, how many stories are out there, like, on YouTube at least? Like, there's probably th- th- hundreds of thousands. And uh, yeah, no, I, like I said, I, I think we hit the nail on the head here. um, uh, at YouTube, uh, YouTube is definitely, um, on, on its way. It's, it's continuing to grow. Like I, I don't see it start slowing down anytime soon.
0: That's so exciting. And I feel like, like you said, for me, one of the best things about YouTube is recording and capturing those best moments. And for me, with the traveling I've done, obviously with my channel being mainly travel based, some challenge videos as well, but essentially a travel YouTube, um, yeah, channel, for me, being able to capture those moments traveling and to be able to look back on them. You know, I've just been in Barcelona for three months and I've documented my time there in various videos and I can always look back on that and be like, what an amazing time, incredible memories. So I think for me, it's combining two of my biggest passions, travel and YouTube and putting it together and you just get this like these videos and these things that you can look back on. And for yeah. me, that is the most exciting yeah. thing.
1: Yeah, me and my roommates, the guys are on, like, on my own videos. Uh, we were watching on the TV yesterday, we were watching our old, some of the old vlogs I used to make back in when we used to live in first year in the dorms. And it was just crazy that we filmed so much. And like, um, yeah, I think definitely like the ability to look back on something is, is quite, uh, it's quite, my, it's, it's quite uh, I, I can't really, sometimes, I, I, to this day, I still have trouble um, really, I'm really uh, grasping idea that we can just film it and it's just there it's yeah. just so sorry it, I, I might sound like an idiot completely idiot here but no it's just not too that we, can, uh, that we can just have these uh I, we can have all this footage and all these memories just saved for us to look back on and I, honestly that's why i love vlogging so much because um you know i feel like life life is full of so many memories and one thing i always prime I, I try to remind myself on because um we can touch on this a little bit more but i always get a little stressed out when i'm filming content and I feel like I'm not filming the craziest thing. But then I think, um, sometimes in life it's not the craziest things that are the most entertaining necessarily. Um, and I think with vlogging, I'm able to, like, I'm able to capture super intense, funny, crazy moments, like going to a party and being in a mosh pit. But sometimes the conversations I have with my friends on the couch when they're telling me a funny story that happened to them over the weekend is just as entertaining. And I think, um, vlogging and creating content and filming has just shown me that, uh, some moments, whether they're small or big in magnitude can hold the same value and, um, create memories that, um, really, um, uh, what do you call it? Stay with you.
0: Yeah. No, a hundred percent. And I mentioned sort of travel and YouTube there. And I wanted to touch a bit on travel, um, as you oh, know, yeah. everything I'm, I'm everything one globe through six years is, you know, travel based and I'm yeah. trying to inspire people to travel through my content. And I wanted to ask, you know, have you traveled, have you traveled much before? What does travel mean to you? And, another question what is on your bucket list
1: oh okay actually you funny you say that because um i actually just recently came back from a trip so i'm from i just mentioned i'm from canada so yeah it very it's not impossible but it's very very uh annoying to travel outside of the country right now because mm-hmm. if you go outside you got to get a covid test you get a quarantine for two weeks before quarantine for two weeks after It's a big hassle so after I, I was in school in the summer because um uh my schedule works out so that i'm school summer and then i in winter i did an internship anyways so at the end of the summer semester in end of august i went to vancouver canada vancouver british columbia and actually knew my friend a couple of friends from high school we went there and we i shot a vlog there and we, we were just touring around there so that was the most recent travel and actually that was the first time i've been on an airplane since the beginning of covid but um before covid i uh, i've actually traveled a bunch i've traveled um to peru i've traveled to most of europe um france uh, Italy uh, I'm blanking all the countries now. Uh France, Italy, what, I'm blanking on. Oh, Belgium, Switzerland. Yeah. Uh, I, I've done most of the uh, uh the UK when I was very young. I've done most of Europe, um uh, parts of Asia. Like I I've traveled a bunch really, but I've only really like vlogged vlog two of my trips cuz um, I would shoot small things on my phone, but yeah, for the most part, uh, I would, uh, vlog. I've, I've only vlogged realistically like with knowing all my knowledge that I have now with content creation too. But, uh, I actually wanted to ask you this cause I'm always very curious. Do you find as a content creator travels, I've, I've noticed on my last trip, I was getting very tired. Maybe this is the grind of just traveling, but filming, like I didn't have the energy to make jokes that I thought were of like the standard I aspired to, uh, achieve i just want to know how, how do you balance like having the energy to film good content while traveling
0: i think for me it was like always scheduling videos and planning videos so that i'd have enough time to explore somewhere I, i'll speak about barcelona because that was very very recent for me being in barcelona um obviously i filmed a lot of youtube videos there i filmed so much content for tiktok and instagram and everything but what i would do is like prioritize certain days where it's like well i'm going to do this today but I'm not going to film it. I'm just going to enjoy it. However, I might have this other day where I'm going to see all these these tourist places and I'm going to make a video. And that is my mindset of like, that's what I'm going to do today. I'm going to film. So I try and balance it between not filming everything, just picking and choosing days where I film. And then when I don't film, so I try and get that balance between enjoying the moment and then still trying to enjoy the moment, but filming. So I feel like for me, it's a balance. If that makes sense, between like prioritizing things to film, and so, then you know allowing yourself to not have to film other things.
1: Interesting. Are your videos would you say like planned to the T? Like like nine no. like percent? Like if you give it percentage wise.
0: Um no, honestly my videos, my sit down videos that I've done recently, which are coming out on the channel soon. Um, I planned those to an to an extent. They were like Q at Barcelona Q and A, how to save money in Barcelona, how to make friends in Barcelona those were planned to an extent that I came up with ideas before I discussed them in the video. However, a lot of the other videos I've done weren't planned too much at all in terms of they were more sort of vlog style. For example, I went to Madrid for the weekend. I didn't really have an itinerary before going. I just ended up filming what I did there. So I'd say it's kind of 50/50. It depends what the video is about. I try not to plan too much because I want to be as natural as possible and if things happen, I film it. If, you know, I have this itinerary, then we follow this, you know. I try and keep it as relaxed as possible and not, I would never say my films are scripted or anyway, like anything like that. But I think it's always important to have a plan to some extent. So, you know, somewhat of the storyline or like the storytelling aspects of a video, because yeah. you have to have a, you know, a to a B, it has to have a start yeah, and an right end there. and it, you need to know how to get from the start to the end. So planning that out, I think it's important, but also keeping the rest of it flexible so that it doesn't sort of look too scripted or planned or, you know, so it's kind of flexible.
1: Interesting. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm kind of the same way. Like when I went to my Vancouver trip, we obviously had a bunch of activities we wanted to do and I had shots I wanted to get and I had ideas. Um, uh, like I did bungee jumping and I filmed the whole bit that I had jokes about that I wanted to say. And I was so sometimes I'll have jokes in my head that I write down and I'll know. And then I'll tell my friends it and then see, try to get a, try to get a good reaction out of them. Um, but yeah, no, I, I just remember some days where we were coming back and I was trying to film and I just found it very difficult, maybe. Maybe, because I try to always film as much. I try to always have more than I need. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, definitely def, tra- traveling and uh, filming. Um, I, I enjoy. I definitely enjoy it. Uh, I, personally, I could never do that like all the time. Like, I, I would be exhausted doing that all the time. So, a lot of respect to you for me having the energy to do it. Uh, I, I think it's fun to definitely do once in a while, but to do that constantly, I would, I would get exhausted. I think.
0: Yeah I think you know don't, don't get me wrong it was tiring at times and um, yeah like I said though, it's just sort of managing what you're filming what you're not going to film when you're going to film when you're not going to film when you're going to allow yourself a day without filming you know a day without recording everything on my Instagram stories or filming a YouTube video it's that balance um, I always look for balance in life with everything really it's always about balance and um, I think at the moment I've got a good balance whether that changes I don't know but I'm trying to keep that balance.
1: I, I, envy, I envy you I'm terrible at balance I'm a man of extremes so like um when I when, I, when I when I'm focused on my goal I'll go full I'll go 100% in there and then like everything else on the periphery will be pushed to the side
0: yeah that's I mean that's good in a way though because it shows that you're wholeheartedly going into one of your goals or into a, a vlog or something you know
1: yeah 100% but it, it, it's it also becomes a very big problem when you're trying to balance like nine things at once in yeah. school and but um no I agree ba- balance is definitely probably a lot healthier I would sue than uh, <laughs> trying to burn yourself up but um yeah
0: and in terms of bucket lists talk to me about countries that you would like to visit at some point in the future
1: oh 100 100 100 Ibiza I want to go to Spain I, I actually I've been to, I'm saying that's the country I was playing in Spain I went to I went to Spain when I was uh, 15 mm-hmm. um but I, I definitely want to go back there um maybe a grad trip yeah uh, I want to visit Hawaii again I was to to go to South Africa. Um there I was oh, Amsterdam. I, I went again. I, I went for I don't know why we got we went here when we were in high school, but I went for a high school trip, and we were in Amsterdam. I would love to go back there again, one more time. Um, yeah, honestly, there's there's a bunch of countries, but th- those are the big three. Uh, more uh, more recently, or uh, up next, uh, talking to my friends and uh, my travel people I travel with. we're we're thinking uh the main three right now are either iceland um iceland sweden or england I think those are the three you want to go to next yeah
0: amazing yeah yeah
1: those are the big three you want to go to next
0: iceland i've always wanted to go to iceland it just fascinates me it's just so different to any other country i've ever been to
1: i just yeah i I really want to see the northern lights i think that's what excites me the most yeah uh, yeah honestly we've done so much beach stuff at this point like i've done so much beach stuff in my life like i went to the caribbean i've done mexico i've done a lot of south america then i'm getting kind of tired of the beach stuff so i definitely want to try more sightseeing like stuff like more more uh stuff that's out there you know like you said like the northern lights and the stuff that uh, isn't i guess people wouldn't, wouldn't come to your to mind as like a vacation or right? i've talked to them like if you ask someone off the top of their head
0: yeah no, it's so awesome to have like a bucket list and countries in mind for the future. And obviously, we're still in the in, we're still in the pandemic, and we've got all these restrictions yeah. and everything going on. But it's nice to look ahead to plan ahead yeah. into the future.
1: For sure, yeah, I definitely just want to go to. To be honest, I'm gonna be honest here. The only reason I really want to go to England is so I, I music is a very big part of my vlogs, and I, you know what? I'll admit it right here. It's mostly because I, I was inspired by David how he was just able to like just put. He didn't give really he how he was able to use music to really. Um, uh, what do you call it? make moments feel uh, increase the significance of moments in his videos? So I'm a big fan of that. And um, I, growing up, I listened to a lot of 80s music because my parents both listened to a lot of uh, like uh, ABBA and stuff like that. But um, I definitely just want to. Main reason I want to go to England is so I can play the song "London Calling" or "London Falling" yeah on a vlog. So, <laughs> so that,
0: yeah.
1: That's a, I to go to uh, England.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, it, I hear lots of people wanting to come to like the UK and come to London. It's a really I feel very lucky to be in the UK as a creator. I feel like there's lots of opportunities here. There are quite a few YouTubers I know who are my age. So it seems like a really good place to be, to be inspired by lots of people around me as well.
1: Honestly, I would say the UK is probably the second biggest hub for content creators in the world. Yeah. like After LA, probably, just because everyone in North America, like Mm -hmm. Canada included, probably just goes to LA. Yeah. But like I would say more even bigger than New York, honestly. Because I... I, I can't really name too many New York YouTubers because Casey, nice that even moved out. But yeah. yeah. I, I would say that UK is definitely a big true. and like obviously, besides the ability to finally use London falling in a in a YouTube, in a YouTube video, um, uh, I would love to also just meet with a lot of UK creators because there's a lot of awesome UK creators on Creator Now. Yeah. Um, like yourself and Ellie, and I would definitely like to love love the opportunity to create a video with them or and vlog or yeah, create some content in some capacity
0: yeah amazing well i think someday we need a big creator now collaboration we all just need to get together i don't know where it will be but i'm sure we'll um i'm sure everyone will stay in contact and collabs will keep coming collabs will keep coming 100 percent um the one thing i wanted to touch upon before we finish up is about mental health and i wanted to ask how important to you is raising awareness about mental health and what do you think that creators and youtubers can do to raise awareness about mental health
1: um i think mental health is super important i and um, whether it impacts you, um, a significant amount or you get, um, sometimes nervous. I think mental health, like I said, it's just, like I just said, it's something that impacts all of us, right. In some capacity, right. We all feel nervous. We all, um, struggle with doubt and, um, and, and uh, all these, uh, emotions. Um, and I think definitely it's, it's something that we should, we should, I think now there's less stigma, I feel like around mental health, yeah. But I still feel like some sort of, there's still some hesitancy to It to yourself or other people, and I I think one thing creators could do, especially, is um, be honest about how they're feeling and um, the emotions they go through. Because I think uh, 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 when I was younger, especially, I'm looking up to a lot of big creators when I started started making YouTube videos, and um, really thinking about whether I wanted to YouTube. Was I always thought like, wow, these creators they're so consistent, and they just probably just do this work and they don't struggle at all, and like you don't you don't don't, because you only see them like we think we know a lot of these creators like on a personal level. But like realistically, moments is maybe 10 minutes of their life every day, right? Yeah. And it's usually the high points. So I think creators being more open and being honest. Uh I think it'll show that that they also experience by showing showing their be being more vulnerable, it will create that um it'll it, I guess it will spread not only spread awareness, but it spread uh a feeling that it's something like like I said, it's it's something that we all go through and uh and and it's okay. And I think um that's just showing it's a common like i said sorry to reiterate just showing it's a common uh i think that we all experience i think that's definitely important because if we show that something we all experience then there's no shame in um uh what do you call it uh having those emotions or having those feelings
0: yeah i, I couldn't agree more creating that sort of environment of like open and honesty to be you know, yeah. open about our feelings and you know checking in with family and friends and in terms of content, just creating, like, positive, happy content, uplifting content to hopefully put a smile on the viewers' faces. And, you know, if, it, if yeah. they're having a bad day and your video is, say, 10 minutes, it maybe makes their day that little bit better by watching the video. So we can all do bits, yeah. can't we, to sort of, um, you know, encourage people, encourage positivity, um, but also yeah. showing the other side that there are sometimes things in life that don't go to plan and um, there are hard and tough times in life and we all go yeah, through they- things like that.
1: There's something. There's a story I always like to. Um, that I was when sometimes when I'm stressed out and I tell some or another creative a friend, a friend of mine who's always, or friends of mine who are creators and they tell me they're stressed out. I always like tell them this story. Um, that uh, I it's not my story, but I, it's this. I was listening to a podcast. I think it was Logan Paul, and he was talking about toxic work hustle and how he was uh, feeling anxiety like when or he when he was like in his daily video grind. And, uh, he was feeling so much anxiety like he would work so hard that his nose would bleed and he'd be stressed out and barely sleeping and like, and hearing this so many years later, it made me think like, um, sorry, my roommate's in the background. About, You're all good. Um, <laughs> it
0: made
1: me think that like, you know, when I was 15, 14 watching him every day, I think this guy's having so much fun. And like, honestly, it was those videos that really inspired his daily vlogs back in the day. Gross me if you want, but that's really 15 year old me was like, wow, this is the funniest thing ever. Um, and, uh, seeing them, but now like today here, like in the last month, like, hearing him talk about those days and how he struggled a lot. It, it, it made me feel like now when I, cause before he said that like a couple of months ago, I was struggling a lot with like, oh, I'm not doing enough. I'm not posting enough. I'm not being consistent enough. I'm not, I have, cause I, every day I, ha- I have a list on my phone of tasks I need to get done every day for social media to achieve my goal. And I was getting frustrated myself, I'm not finishing it with all these other creators, like who made it, they, they don't make excuses, but then hearing his struggle, um, It made me reevaluate the way I was thinking and being less critical of myself instead of striving for perfection, just trying to be the best me I can every day. And um, I I think it's something that, and then for him just sharing that, it helped me so much reevaluate my mindset and the way I think and the way I conduct myself and the way I treat myself as well. I think that's definitely.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. And thank you so much for being so open and honest about not just mental health, but all the questions that I have uh, brought up today i really appreciate no you coming on the thanks podcast
1: sorry i really sorry, appreciate
0: yeah i really appreciate oh, you coming yeah, no,
1: worries. no worries honestly i'm so happy to be the podcasts are so much fun i actually really enjoyed this
0: amazing but, well just a massive thank you so much um no, yeah stay connected no, on, on creator now sure. and um yeah i'm so excited to see where your channel goes
1: thanks so much appreciate you having me and uh guys if you haven't already subscribed to ellie she's all dope and uh I hope to maybe maybe, I'll, maybe maybe I can make a second appearance on the channel sometime. Hundred percent,
0: a hundred percent.
1: Awesome, thanks so
0: much. Recording right, stopped guys.